Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Better Daily, where we work hard in our minds, bodies, and our spirits to become 1% better every single day. Download the app and join our Betterment family at BetterDaily.live to catch the video version of these podcasts. Here's your host and my dad, Alex Van Houten. What is up, Betterment family? This is Alex Van Houten in Better Daily Live. Happy Tuesday. Today is Nutrition Tip Tuesday, and I'm going to share with you a nutrition tip that's going to help you on your 1% better journey. Before I get there, we are on day 18 of the Faithful 40 Challenge. Keep up the good work. You guys are rocking this thing, and I hope that this nutrition tip today will help you to further improve what you're doing in the Faithful 40 Challenge. So today we're talking about feasting. (laughs) Not fasting, feasting. This is a lot more fun. Feasting. And today's nutrition tip is to help you understand that there is a role of feasting in your health and fitness journey. Now, this flies in the face of what a lot of people are saying in the health and fitness world. So let me unpack that real quick. So let's say you're on your betterment journey. And one of the things that you're trying to do in your betterment journey is to grow some muscle and lose some fat. Most people I've ever worked with and, and I ask, what are your goals regarding your body? When you look in the mirror, when your clothes fit, when you take measures and stuff, what are your goals? And, and most people will say something along the lines of, I would like to lose some fat and grow some muscle, right? Like, it sounds like I'd like to look better naked. I'd like to be stronger. You know, I'd like to fit my clothes better. I'd like to see the number on the scale change, right? Those are the things that I hear very frequently in the last 16 years of working in the health and fitness industry. Almost everybody has a goal like that. Part of that is you know, our, our day and age makes it really easy to gain fat and lose muscle. And so it takes a conscious effort to go against the flow there. Can I get an amen? Good morning, Robin. Good morning, Scott. Thanks for joining me this morning. So today we're going to talk about feasting because you'll hear in the health and fitness world very frequently that we are eating too much and moving too little. We are taking in more calories than we burn. And so what we need to do is eat less. Everybody needs to stop eating so much all the time stop eating so much, you're eating too much, stop eating so much. And and so people walk around very frequently in, in my world, walk around very frequently trying to reduce the amount of food that they're eating. Okay, so they'll start an exercise regimen and maybe they'll start intermittent fasting, which could be a powerful tool for a period of training, right? So they're trying to eat less and they're trying to wash their portions and, and they're trying to reduce their caloric intake and stuff. But I, I want to talk to you today about the role of feasting in a betterment journey because I've spoken about fasting before and how fasting being in a fasted state, 18 hours or more, 24 hours, 36 hours, the the longer you fast, the deeper in the state that you go. Actually, I have a friend right now who's on day 10 of a 21 day fast, man, prayers up for that guy. He's got a lot of things that he's wrestling with God about, but he's in a very deeply fasted state, right? So that you could use fasting as a tool to help you 
burn fat better as a fuel source to teach your body what hunger is. You know, there's a difference between wanting to eat something because you're bored or wanting to eat something because you're emotionally charged versus I'm actually hungry. Fasting can help you with that. And I've spoken at length with regard to fasting before. But there's the other side of things, which is feasting, right? So fasting is what's called a catabolic state. Say it with me. Catabolic. Catabolic. Catabolic means breaking down tissues in your body to be used as fuel. Catabolic. Now, if you're always catabolic, if you're always breaking down tissues, that's not good because there's only so much of you. And you can get broken down over time. This happened to one of my clients recently. He was like, man, I'm, I'm really tired lately. What's going on? And this guy sleeps well. He gets to bed at a decent time. He wakes up at a decent time. He's eating extremely well. He has, over the past six weeks, completely altered his nutrition in a positive direction. He's becoming more and more conditioned. He's lifting weights. He's doing his cardiovascular homework. It's going really, really well for him, right? But this week, he found himself in a lull. He's like, man, I'm sleeping more than usual. I feel tired in the afternoon. I'm taking naps. Like, what's going on? And I'm like, bro, it's time to feast. He's like, what? <laughs> Wait a second. I'm trying to lose weight. What are you talking about? I was like, it's time to feast, man. Because when you are on your betterment journey and you are training yourself, you're growing good tissue and you're telling your body, we don't need all this fat around. We don't need to carry this around, man. There needs to be times where you feed the best in you, where you grow the best in you. I'm sure you've heard the old Native American proverb where the, the grandfather says to the grandson, hey, there are two wolves in a man that are always in contest, always fighting each other. There's, there's the good wolf, the wolf that wants the best for you is courageous and powerful and good and loving and all those things. And it's fighting the evil, malevolent, bitter, terrible wolf inside of you. And the grandson says to the granddad, like, who's going to win this battle? Who's going to win this contest? And, and the granddad says, the one you feed. And when you are training, when you're on your betterment journey, you have to feed the good too. You can't always be catabolic. You can't always be fasting and you can't always be trying to eat lots of protein and, and no fats and carbohydrates. Like you can't always be doing that even if you are really focused on weight loss because what happens is you also break down good tissues and you don't want to do that. That's why a lot of diets fail for people. They get so focused on portion control. They get so focused on eating little. Uh, maybe they're they're getting good at fasting. They're extending their fasting windows and stuff, and that's great. And they're and they're seeing progress. But when you work out hard and you don't recover, you don't get to feed the good tissue. You don't get to tell your body, "Hey, I'm going to give you everything you need to grow better." If you don't do that, you're going to be in a rough spot. So I told my client, "I want you and your boys to go out for pizza tonight." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> The trainer is telling me to go out for pizza. That's literally the opposite of everything I've been working on over the last six weeks. What is wrong with you, man? I'm like, just hear me out, all right? You had a big, hard workout today. You have been in a catabolic state for a couple of weeks. You're seeing great progress. You're starting to feel tired. And that is your body telling you, you need to feed me more. Not forever, just in this moment. There's something really weird that happens when you train. You go from deconditioned that means you're untrained. That means you haven't been exercising on a regular basis. That's deconditioned. Over a period of time, you can become conditioned. And in that process, the amount of energy that you need just to exist increases. Okay, so if in your deconditioned state, let's say your basal metabolic rate, the amount of calories that you burn in a day is only 1,800 calories or so. Deconditioned you. That's how much you need just to maintain. By the time you become conditioned... You can add about 400 calories a day to that. 
as far as your energy use is concerned. So a deconditioned version of you might only need 1500 or 1800 calories to you know, maintain this particular level of conditioning and existence. Great. But the conditioned version of you, there's a lot more going on on the inside. You have more energy, you have more muscle, you're moving around a lot more, all those things. Right. And it's, it's like upgrading your engine. Like imagine you take the car in your driveway and you add a few cylinders to the car. Are you, it's, is it going to take the same amount of gas to get from point A to point B? No, you're going to be like, vroom, 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 vroom. it's going to be an awesome sounding engine. And it's going to use a lot more fuel to get where you're going. Okay. And, and that's important. If you're always catabolic, if you're always reducing your portions or whatever it is that the health and fitness industry is telling you to do, if you're always doing that and you're seeing progress, that's great, but you still got to feed the good, especially if you're training. So I, I wanted to talk to you today about feasting. Feasting could be one big giant meal in a week. It could be maybe two giant meals in the week. You've heard me talk about the 90-10 rule. If 90% of the time you're doing things that are really healthy for you, then about 10% of the time it doesn't matter. And when you do the math on a week, that's about two to three meals in a week, right? So I told my client, go get your pizza, <laughs> recover from, from leg day. He says the best pizza you ever had is great. And he, and he feels a lot. I mean, he's sore. He's sore from his leg day. It was a great leg day. But he feels a lot less tired. I'm like, ah. So there was a study done on this, just in case you're curious. There was a study done on this where they took people who were trained. These are individuals who have been weight training. Okay, this is very important because it's different for deconditioned individuals who are not weight training and not doing cardiovascular exercise. In this study, they took trained individuals and they were like, okay, what if we overfeed these people for five days? What happens and then they had another group. What if we overfeed these people for 28 days? What happens? So they got a measure of how much everybody was eating and what their, what their metabolisms were and all that stuff. And then they overfed them by 1,000 calories a day. 1,000 calories a day they overfed them. And the question is, how much weight is everybody going to gain? <laughs> well, the people who overate for five days, 1,000 calories a day for five days, gained zero pounds. Big fat zero. There was no meaningful change in their body fat. So that's a big deal. Because if you overeat 1,000 calories a day for five days, that's 5,000 calories. There's 3,500, 3,500 calories in one pound of fat. And so in calorie math, if you overeat by 1,000 calories a day for five days, you should gain at least a pound and a half. But nope, zero zip zilch nada. Turns out the human body is very good if you're trained, if you're trained. The human body is very good at dealing with extra energy. That's good news. That's very good news for those of us who are regularly involved in exercise. Okay. That's not about the calories you burn through exercise. It's about training the body such that when you do have a feast, your body doesn't automatically store it all away because it knows you're going to feed the good guys. You're going to feed the, the muscle tissue. It has ways of dealing with that extra energy. Good stuff. Now, for the people who were trained in overate for 28 days, you could call this like a holiday season, right? They didn't just have the week of Christmas. They had like the 12 days of Christmas times two and not the exercise version. So 28 days of overeating 1,000 calories a day. The math still didn't add up, though. Those people on average only gained three pounds. So 1,000 calories times 28 days is 28,000, okay? That's just under nine pounds is how much they should have gained in terms of the caloric intake. So they only gained about a third of the weight that they should have. Their body was able to deal with the extra 
two-thirds very well over that period of 30 days. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that on your betterment journey, there is a place for feasting. If nothing else, the smallest part of it is, look, 90% of the time you're doing great things for yourself, then the other 10% of the time, your body is going to deal with feasting well. It's not going to be a problem. But two, there's this deep biological thing inside of us, and the researchers don't really discuss this much in the, they're not evolutionary biologists, and, and neither am I, but I'm very interested in this particular point of view, and it's that if I'm a hunter-gatherer, and I'm always not getting enough to eat, I'll say that differently, if I'm a hunter-gatherer and I'm always going hungry, what signal does that send to my hunter-gatherer genes? It says, this guy's really bad at hunting. We might want to turn down the metabolism a little bit because he's going through lean times. He has no friends to hunt with. <laughs> His families, they need way more food than he does. We need to turn down the metabolism a little bit. But what happens when you feast? That's a different signal. It says, this guy's working really hard, brought down a whole mammoth, got to reap the rewards, ate it all up. And the body's like, great, let's, let's turn up the metabolism some more. Let's grow those muscle tissue pieces so that all of this hunter-gatherer can be brought to bear, right? And, and this is important. This is important. If you are training, you need to feed the best in you. That doesn't mean I'm giving you carte blanche to eat ice cream every night. I'm telling you that there are cycles when you should fast. There are cycles when you should be good at burning fat as a fuel source. Be careful about your portions. Eat well. That's the 90% of the time that we're doing good things for our body. But then there's the 10% of the time where, man, feast. Eat some pizza. Go out for ice cream with your kids, right? And the last piece of this is if your nutrition can't be integrated into what you're doing, into who you are as a person, enjoying time with your family, if you feel like you have to give up tacos for life or something like that, then it's not going to last long. It's not going to last long at all. We work really hard around here to have an integrated approach to our nutrition. It's so important that we still get to enjoy the things that we enjoy with regard to our friends and family around food. It's just important that that's not an all-the-time thing. That's what gets people. is when they're not training and they're feasting all the time, even unknowingly. That's when things are rough on you. So I'm curious, what do you do for your feast? Is this a new concept to you? I'd love to hear how you love to feast. For me personally, I have a breakfast every week that I enjoy with my boys. That's a feasting breakfast for me. French toast is not on the list of, of things I generally recommend to my clients to help them get great results, but it is a part of my feast. And then we also, in our house, we have a ritual called palate and pizza, which we have a movie night and my stomach doesn't do really well with like the Papa John's and Domino's of the world. But there's a California pizza kitchen, cauliflower crust pizza that seems to sit pretty well on my stomach. And so those are our two feasts in the week as a family that are a regular part of, of what, what I do. And obviously, I, I hope I've made it clear up until this point that I'm a trained individual. I work hard. I train my body well during the week. And so these feasts, they don't, they don't bother me. They don't, they don't stick on me so much. So I'd love to hear from you. What's your feast or are you planning one anytime soon? I'd love to hear that. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on Nutrition Tip Tuesday here in Better Daily Live. This has been Alex Van Houten. And until next time, it's just 1%. You got this. Thank you 
for joining us for your 1% Better today. Don't forget to subscribe for the podcast. Leave us a raving review to tell others how Better Daily has helped you in your journey. If you want more Better Daily, download our app and join our Betterment family at betterdaily.live. Use code POD to get 25% off your subscription. That's P-O-D, all caps, to save 25% on your subscription. We all have a cross to carry. It's later when we do it together. Go to betterdaily.live today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.